Hey guys, once again, thank you for jumping in here with us. We're late in our second week of our devotionals, uh, reading through Romans. Uh, today we have Ross Harvey. Uh, Ross, your title is Children's Associate, is it not? That is correct. You are a staple here. My son loves you. I love you. A great <laughs> basketball player and friend. I'm excited to be sitting across from you today as we dig into Romans 5. Uh, tell us about your family. Uh, so I have a wife, Lindsay. Uh, we've been married for coming up on two years now, May 5th. So you're uh, a pro. Uh, I would not say that. You've got it. Learning a lot on the on the fly, I would say. The Lord's teaching us a lot. It's, right. It's, it's a lot is, of fun. I've I learned that you watched The Bachelor. Uh, big fan. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoy spending time with my wife watching The Bachelor. Yes. Yeah. We do that. So you're a huge Bachelor fan. <laughs> You're not going to catch me in that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, I think that that's a great act of love. Uh, you know, that you spend time with your wife watching watching TV. Um, uh, thank you for being here. Um, uh, thank you for reading. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, Romans five. Uh, you got this, my friend. Let's we'll turn it over to you and let you go. All right. So let's read uh, together Romans five twelve through twenty one in the NIV. So Paul's writing this letter to the church at Rome, and he says, therefore. Uh, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin. And in this way, death came to all people because all sinned. To be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against anyone's account when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who was a pattern of the one to come. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? Nor can the gift of God be compared uh, with the result of the one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification." For if, by the trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Consequently, as the one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of one man, the many will be made righteous. The law was brought in so that trespass might increase. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So at the beginning, uh, verse 12, Paul starts off with therefore. And so you go back and see what he's talking about at the beginning of Romans chapter 5, and he's talking about hope and peace through the reconciliation to God through the death of Christ Jesus. Paul says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so I'm reading this, and I'm saying to myself, and I'm sure uh, God knew that we would ask this question, how did Christ died for me before I was born, and yet I'm a sinner? Well, this whole section uh, is answering that question. Uh, and Paul says in verse 15, for the sin of this one man, Adam, he brought death to many. And so sin is already affecting me as it's being passed down from generation to generation. Through uh, Adam, through the all of time, 
humans have been sinful. Sinful nature means naturally we want to sin. And so how do we first become enemies with God? If we, While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. How were we sinners? How did we become any enemies to God? Well, all of humanity was rebelling against God because of Adam's sin. And so the first thought that I have is sin came into the world through Adam. That's what we have. It's truth on one hand. But on the other hand, forgiveness came into the world through Jesus. And so I think, okay, is this fair? Is it fair that we are guilty because of Adam's sin? Well, in our definition of the word fair, we would say no, right? We want to make everything even. You take responsibility for what you do. I take responsibility for what I do, and we move on. It's not fair. But then Paul has Adam on one hand and Jesus on the other hand. So if we're going to go by the same definition, is it fair that we can be forgiven because of Jesus' sacrifice for us? Well, no. But that's why Paul calls it an abundant provision of grace, and it's described as a gift. It's not fair. Jesus gave up his life for us, and it's to our benefit that we can be forgiven because of what Jesus did. You know, when I explain to to kids in children's, children's ministry uh, how Jesus took our place, substitutionary atonement, uh, I always put them through a scenario. I'll say, okay, imagine your, your brother or sister disobeyed your parents, right? They, there's a rule in your house, um, and they know what the punishment is going to be when they break that rule. So they break the rule, the parents find out they're about to give them whatever punishment uh, is supposed to come. But right when they're about to be given their punishment, you step in. You say, Mom, Dad, I know that Junior over there broke the rule, and they're going to have their iPad taken away for you know, three weeks, four weeks, whatever. Uh, but you're going to step in and say, I want to give up my privileges so that my brother or sister can go free. Well, is that fair? No. But you gave up your rights so that the other person can go free. And that's what Jesus did for us. He sacrificed his life. He gave up his right to life so that we could have life if we trust in him. Adam knew the rule. He knew that he didn't maybe didn't understand exactly what it would mean, but he knew that death would come if he disobeyed. Death would come if he sinned. Uh, And he broke that rule and death came into the world. But thankfully for us, Jesus stepped in and took our place. You know, the next thought from this passage I think about is, you know, you won't accept the gift of grace and forgiveness until you accept that you're guilty. You know, maybe that is obvious. Maybe that goes without saying, uh, but we won't accept Jesus until we admit that we need him. Uh, But what about sins in our day to day life? You know, we're thinking about Adam in this passage. You know, Adam tried to pass off his sin by blaming it on Eve. And I do the same exact thing. You know, sometimes when I sin, I try to justify it in my mind. Well, she did this to me, so I that's just how I responded. Or he said this, and so I, I got angry and sinned. But, you know, that's not what God wants us to do. He wants us to admit when we're sinned, when we sin, because he has that grace that's going to cover uh, what we, we have done. He He's offering that to us, but we won't accept that unless we uh, admit that first or we're guilty. We try to blame it on external circumstances, other people, stress, whatever. But, but I can accept that responsibility because I know that God has made a way for me to be forgiven, the free gift that's being offered to me because I need it. But first, I have to be honest with God and honest uh, with myself and accept it. You know, but I think the, the most interesting uh, verse in this passage to me is verse 20. Uh, it says, God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. But as people sinned more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. 
Yeah, that's that's amazing to me. God gave us rules, I think, because He knew what I said earlier. We would justify uh, the, the the decisions that we made if if we didn't have it written out what we would do uh, that was wrong. But He shows us exactly how much that we uh, would need Him. He showed us how much we would go our own way, and yet He still sent His Son uh, to die for us. And Paul says, you know, because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. That That's just, that's the good news. That's the gospel. That's so amazing. And I think the way to sum it all up is, you know, this passage has a lot of, a lot of meat on it. Uh, but at the end of the day, we can trust God no matter what. We can trust that he took care of the biggest problem that we would ever have, separation from him because of our sin. And he took care of that. Uh, through sending Jesus to die on the cross for us. If he could take care of that biggest problem that we would ever have, how much more can we trust him in our day-to-day lives with the small decisions that we, we get so stressed out about? And so I'm just so thankful for for this passage, knowing that, yeah, Adam, because of Adam, the world has, has sin and has death and has gone um, wrong, but God made a way for it. Jesus to bring that all back together. And it was through trusting in him that we can be a part of it. Ross, thank you so much for joining us today, man. I appreciate you. We're going to be hearing from you later on. Yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to in, it. In Romans, thanks for sharing. I hope the Bachelor joke didn't <laughs> reveal too much about you. No, no. Um, uh, I, I, I'm very grateful for your friendship and your time today. Yeah, thanks, Robert.